Hello, everyone, and welcome to Millennial Learns. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. It has been quite a while. I've taken almost two months off now. The last episode I released was November 4th, I think. And just a lot has been happening. So I decided to take a mini little break, but I did want to come back and give like an end of the year recap, goals for the next year, and really kick off 2023 well so that, you know, I'll be on a good schedule for 2023. I have a lot of great episodes planned um, to drop weekly in the new year, and I'm so excited to get back into it. I finally have my energy back. I am pregnant and I think I maybe said that I was pregnant on other podcast episodes before I took a little break, but man, the first trimester just really, really wiped me out. Like I was so tired all the time. And so I just decided to cut back on pretty much everything and just rest and sleep and, and all that. So my energy is back. We're good. I'm getting on a better schedule and we are back with the podcast. So today we're going to be talking and doing a little bit um, of a year in review and then talking about future goals and then just some general things that I learned this year and plans for the podcast next year and just in general in my life. So this is just a fun little lighthearted recap episode and um, and then in the coming year we will get back to like our history episodes and learning all about all the things that we missed in school. So thank you all for joining and let's get into the year in review. Okay, let's get right into it. This year has been probably one of the most eventful years I've ever had in my life. Like, I don't think I've ever had a year where so many major milestones have happened, good and bad. I would say mostly good. Overall, I think when I look back at the year, it was mostly a good year. But there were definitely my lowest lows this year and like my highest highs. So, it was just a crazy year. I think that 2021 was probably the closest to being able to compete with 2022. Like a lot of things also happened in 2021, but looking at this timeline of things that I did or things that happened in 2022 is just, I'm like, wow, a lot changes in the year. So let me go through my little timeline. I'm sure I missed a few things, but um, I tried to hit all the big ones. So hopefully this is everything. So January, at this time last year, we were living at my brother and sister-in-law's house, waiting for our house to be done. We thought that it was going to be like between November and March that it was going to be done. So November, 2021 to March, 2022. Um, We thought we were kind of on the home stretch. And then as it went on, we realized our house was just not being done in time or not going to be done when they said it was going to get done. And so in January, we moved to my aunt and uncle's house to stay there for about four or five months while our house was fully finished because my um, sister-in-law was pregnant with my niece. So we gave her like the last you know couple months to just have their house to themselves and get the baby room ready and, and all of that. And um, so we moved 
from my brother's house to my aunt and uncle's house. That was the first big thing that happened. Like a move is never easy. And I think we moved like the second week of January. In March, my parents very spontaneously got a new dog. So his name's Rusty. His original name was Tank. And they just, I think, kind of spur of the moment were like, oh, we, I think we want a second dog. And there's some available in Elizabeth tonight. So they drove out in a snowstorm to go pick up this new dog. He was so, so cute. He's been a little bit of a menace as he's grown up. He is a chewer. Like their first dog was not really... A chewer of anything. He didn't tear anything up really other than maybe a, a toy or two, but Rusty is quite the chewer. So he's like destroyed some couches and um, rugs and things like that. But I think they have a system down now <laughs> where he is all contained and happy during the day and stuff like that. So, um, but we got Rusty in March, like early March, and he was so small, so adorable. He is now bigger than Reggie. So they're both very tall golden doodles slash labradoodles. So that was a big fun event. On uh, end of March, my niece was born. So she was born almost exactly on her due date, I think. Maybe it was one day off. I'm having a hard time remembering. But so she's born end of March and she is like literally the cutest thing ever. And it was also a big deal. I mean, any birth of a child, I feel like, is just a huge, huge deal. But she was also the first grandchild on my, on our side of the family. So on Daniel's side of the family, my brother. So she is like the start of the new generation of family members on our extended family. So it was a really, really big deal. You know, everyone's just gawking over her and she's so cute and adorable and we're all so excited about the birth. So I became an aunt and Jason became an uncle and it was just so, so exciting. So um, she was born end of March and then May, I think by far was like our calmest year. I feel like April was this calm before the storm where, and it, it didn't even feel that calm because basically my grandpa needed help during the day and with the new puppy they were all staying in the same house so like my grandpa was staying at the same house as the new dog and we had this whole schedule where someone in the family would work from my mom and dad's house to help with my grandpa and help with the dog so I think either once or twice a week maybe it was just once I'm not sure, exactly sure um, I would go over and help with the dog while my aunt was working there to kind of help with my grandpa and I would hang out with my grandpa and stuff. And so that was kind of, it felt like a busy time, but it actually turned out being really, really good because May 16th is when my grandpa died and he basically went into a coma like a couple days before that so we had kind of a weekend to be together as a family and like sort of process the whole thing and then on May 16th was the day he actually died which was like a Monday morning and that same exact Monday morning my husband started his new job so like we pretty much knew that he was going to die that night or early morning and then we woke up at my aunt and uncle's house everyone's obviously really sad because this had just happened and Jason had to immediately 
drive like an hour into his new job and start his new job. Like there's no delaying it or anything. So it that was a crazy full weekend and week with trying to get him all ready for his new job and then um, spend time with the family and like grieve uh, Papa's death. So that was extremely busy. Then on May, I think it was May 24th. So about a week, little over a week later, our house is done and we move, had a full move into our new house. So yeah, May was pretty chaotic. At the same time, my cousin who is in New York for college graduated and she was moving back. And then um, the end of May is also our two-year anniversary. So like huge milestones happened within like the first half of 2022. Okay, the timeline of all this next part is a little bit blurry because just, yeah, it's just all a blur at this point. I could go into like pictures and apps and stuff and kind of remember a little bit more precisely. But basically I knew that I was pregnant, I think in like May and maybe even April and we moved into the house and then in June, I believe end of June, I had a miscarriage. So the miscarriage stuff lasted like, I think pretty much the whole second half of June because I went in for like my eight week scan and they didn't see a, a heartbeat. And then I had to come back like two weeks later and check up on it and stuff. And then, so pretty much June was just consumed by like miscarriage news. But at the same time, my cousin was about to get married. So I was going to like, um, bridal showers and things like that. And it all kind of coalesced into June. So again, very high highs, very low lows, like getting to celebrate my cousin and their, you know, upcoming marriage was great. I went to a, a couple baby showers in there, but at the exact same time I was like having a miscarriage. So that was obviously extremely tough. Um, but that was June. And then July, I think was kind of calm. Like I, I think we were all just relaxing, like, because so much had happened in the year. Um, but in August, I kind of went on a spontaneous trip with my cousin, with one of my other cousins. And we took the train from New York to Connecticut. So I flew out to New York, or sorry, from New York to Rhode Island. So I flew out to New York. We took the Amtrak from New York up to Rhode Island and had like a little... Rhode Island few day trip and it was honestly one of the most fun trips ever like I loved it so much we went to the beach we like ate ice cream we ate seafood we oh we did like a whole Providence area and then um what's the other place that we went to it's called it's like the other major city in Rhode Island I cannot believe Hold on, um, I'm looking it up, Rhode Island. It is, so we went to Providence. Oh, Newport. So we did like, you know, lighthouse tours and like, it was just so fun. So it was a great little reset that I just flew out there, 
had a great time. We were originally going to go to this concert in Maine and take the train up way longer to go into Maine. And, but then we figured out that the concert was sold out. So we just did like a shorter one to Rhode Island. It was so fun. Highly, highly recommend Rhode Island and the Amtrak because uh, both were just so much fun. Um, okay, then September came and my cousin and his now wife got married. So that was like the beginning of September. And then the end of September, we figured out we were pregnant again. So um, it was great. It was actually a great September. The rest of it, like after the wedding, I feel like was pretty calm. Um, I was hiring for new jobs because there was just this, in a spur of the moment, I decided to apply to this manager position at my job. Um, and then my manager, my current manager encouraged me to apply to a few other ones. And so I wasn't even planning on trying to get promoted, but I ended up getting one of the positions and that all happened also in September. So just like three good things in a row in September happened. Um, October, we went on a fall trip to Michigan. That was like the beginning of October for I think a week and a half. We did all the fun Michigan things. Usually we go more than once a year, but um, this year was kind of hectic with all the moving and stuff and people were gonna fly out here, like his family was gonna fly out here, but the timing just ended up not really working out a, a lot. So um, we went out there for a week of fall fun. We kayaked on this river, we saw like, we went to pumpkin patches and apple orchards and the Midwest fall is just ideal. So we got to spend some good time out there. Right when we came back, I started the new job or I think it was actually technically like the first week of the new job was out there. So I kind of did a nice little ramp up um, thing. So I kind of slowly started the new job, but I started that. And then November, right after Thanksgiving, my family, so my parents, uh, my husband and I, my brother and sister-in-law and my niece all went to Disneyland for like, because it's all decorated for Christmas and there's this Christmas festival and all the new food and stuff. So we went to Disneyland for four days. So fun, but I was exhausted because at that point, I think I was like 12 weeks pregnant and um, I got sick right before Thanksgiving and then we got sick on the way home from Disneyland. But overall the trip, we were feeling good during the trip and it was just, I love Disneyland and we're already kind of planning a trip back. So, um, and then December, I wouldn't say a ton has happened in December other than we hosted our first Christmas. So usually my parents are the hosts of the Christmas Eve party. And we took the reins this year. So my husband and I were the big hosts in the new house. We bought like all the tables, all the tablecloths, all the runners and got us all set up for hosting future Christmases. And it was really fun. It was hectic for sure, but I've been wanting to host a Christmas dinner for like years. And we finally had the space and the time and we were here to do it. So it was just, so fun to be able to host and it all went well like all the meat cooked all the um sides turned out well i think and it got you know some rave reviews like all the food turned out so 
I was really happy with how it went. We played some fun games at the end of the night and it was just a very, very good Christmas party. So all we have left for the year, I hope, or and I, I think is New Year's. We are not hosting, so we just get to show up as a guest to my brother's house <laughs> for the New Year's party, um, which will be great. I always love the new year. I This actually goes into what like I'm going to talk about next, but goals for the new year. I am a definite goals person. Like I like setting goals and resolutions for the new year and trying to make sure that I'm constantly growing and kind of bettering myself for the new year. Um, but recently I've realized like how I think being pregnant and being so, so tired, like throughout the first trimester has really taught me a lot about having to actually kind of slow down and real, like set realistic goals, which has not been my strength in the past. I think, you know, normally I've put new year's goals on the, you know, I've listed them out and they're so huge and there's so many of them that there's like no chance that I would hit them. Like, okay, I need to lose 40 pounds in like three months and then maintain it the rest of the year. And then also do this, 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 that like just these crazy unrealistic goals for the year. And I think during the the whole pregnancy and being tired in the first trimester, I realized even day to day, like when I would do my to-do list for that day, there came a point at like week eight or whatever where I just realized, okay, half of this is not going to get done. And it's just going to be lying to myself to put this on the to-do list for today and pretend that I will be able to get this done when I literally feel exhausted at 6 p.m. Like I'm going to go to work I'm going to come home, eat dinner, and I'm going to be extremely tired. So I'm going to fit maybe one to two to-do list items on this list. And that's going to be all that I can do. So I'm trying to take that into my year planning goals because I know that I will have a baby in, you know, halfway through the year. My due date is June 7th. So about halfway through the year, we are going to be having a baby. And in the beginning of the, you know, leading up to that, I'm going to be like extremely pregnant and probably not want to be doing, you know, a ton all the time. Like I, I don't need to have a goal of reading 52 books a year, like this year, you know, I I probably won't be reading a book a week the entire year. So that's just like an unrealistic one, but I've put that on my list many, many years. So I looked up categories of goals to, to set and saw this Dave Ramsey article that basically outlined seven, I think it's seven categories of goals. So they are spiritual, financial, career, intellectual, fitness, family, and social goals. And so I went and put like one or two on each of those that I thought were realistic and I can actually plan for and implement habits to reach. So um let's i guess go through them okay the first one was spiritual so i've already kind of started trying to do this so um but my goal my spiritual goal for the year is to develop a quiet time routine in the morning for just me so basically what we do right now is we wake up and we we wake up around seven and then have coffee in the morning, read the Bible, do a wordle, and um, 
and pray together. So we kind of have like a quiet time routine this like in the morning now, which I've really enjoyed and we implemented that this year. And I think it's really been a great thing to implement. I do miss though, cause we kind of only read like a little chunk of the Bible and we can talk about it sometimes and you know, whatever, but we're reading through Exodus right now and it's extremely slow going because we just read like a chunk a day, not even like a full chapter sometimes a day. So, um, so we do have kind of a quiet time together as a couple, but I think I'm missing like the personal Bible reading time and prayer time and stuff that will bring me personal spiritual growth. Like I love having this time with my husband, but I do need like to do my own devotional, I think, and, you know, read a proverb in the morning or a psalm and, and really spend time with the Lord. So, um, we've already tried to start implementing this. We are going to bed a half an hour earlier in the hopes of waking up a half an hour earlier. We tried this last night and it was a quite the struggle to get up in the morning. So it's going to take us a few days or like a week or two to get our bodies used to waking up a little bit earlier. But essentially we're moving up our quiet time in the morning so that then my husband can start working earlier and then I can have like 30 minutes of a quiet time before I start work. So I think we have a plan. We'll see how it goes. But waking up at 630 this morning was a little tough. Um, but I think we're going to get there. I think it's going to be fine. <laughs> um, okay, financial. So my financial goals are a little bit vague because we kind of have to define them more. But I would like to start budgeting each month. Now, I used to be very, very particular about my budget and our budget, especially when we were trying to save for like the house and for the down payment and all these big transitions in our lives. I definitely budgeted and was keeping very close track of our spending and stuff like that. Over the last six months and since we've moved in and my husband got the new job and we've been extremely financially blessed the last year and we haven't really had to pay attention to such minute detail. Like we keep an eye on our spending and how much we have in the bank and um, and things we would like to purchase and kind of make sure we're always at a good level. But I know that we are spending way too much money on like food delivery and um, you know, just certain miscellaneous spending categories. And I feel like we were pretty lax because you know, you need to set up the house and there's like certain things that we just need to buy. So. I just have not been paying attention to the budget necessarily, like a specific budget. We've really just been tracking like the net amount in our account. So this year I would like to have like a budgeting meeting every month. And I think I'm going to download the every dollar app from, you know, Dave Ramsey, just so we know, like, just so we can see where everything is going. Um, because we would like to pay off our house really, really early. And I think that's going to give us a lot of freedom with like me not having to work all the time, um, be able to work part-time or eventually be able to be a stay-at-home mom. And I would like to get our budget um, kind of on track now that we are settled in the house, we're past Christmas, uh, all that. So I definitely want to get the budget nailed down and do that once a month. The other financial goal, which goes along with the budgeting, is come up with a goal of how much of the house we want to pay off this year. So again, we want to pay off the house really early. 
and I want to make sure we're on track with what our plan is to pay off the house. Um, so I don't know at this point without doing the budget, like how much is a realistic number to put on the house and start paying it off, but I would need to come up with that goal during our next budget meeting. So, um, so that is, those are our financial goals for career goals. I don't really have any, like, um, I guess in my current career wise, like I just got promoted. I guess my goal is to do a good job in this new role. Um, but I would like to go part-time when I have uh, the baby. Um, and I think that is going to be possible. So again, that's why we want to get the budget in order because I, I am going to go part-time during that. Um, but my other one, little like side hustle career, I do, I really want to get monetized on YouTube this year or at least get close. Like I know sometimes it takes multiple years for people to get monetized on YouTube. I would love if that happened this year. Um, just as a little like side income, even if it's not much at all this year. Um, I think when you start, you get paid like $10 a paycheck or something, but I would love to actually just unlock the monetization on YouTube because that will also mean that I'm learning a ton of homesteading skills. If you are unaware, um, I have a YouTube channel called Semi Homesteading with Abby. And over the past year, I've gotten really into like homesteading and learning all these new skills for how to do things more naturally and, and things like that. So I started a YouTube channel. I have videos up, they go up every Thursday. So um, I would love to get monetized on that this year. Okay, intellectual. I did put a reading goal and I'm going to just say read 20 books this year. As part of our new like bedtime and morning routine, we have 30 minutes outlined for reading. And I'm not going to pressure myself into like uh, how, many how many pages I need to read a day or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm reading 30 minutes a day. So that is going to be our wind down. We have already started this routine and I'm reading a really fun new nonfiction or I'm reading a really cool new fiction book, which I don't usually read fiction. I'm more of like a memoir gal. Um, but I think I can easily, if we stick to this routine, read 20 books this year. That's like one every two to three weeks. So it gives me a little leeway for like when we have a new baby and stuff, because I think I can tear through quite a few before then. Um, so we'll see if that's that's realistic. I think it will be much more realistic than 52. <laughs> so I think it at least it's a step in the right direction. Um, fitness goals. So I put three down. The first one is to only gain the recommended amount of weight in pregnancy. I think I'm on the right track so far. <laughs> um, I've only gained like a few pounds, but I'm I'm trying to stay like active and healthy during the pregnancy so that it's easier to recover and easier to um, get back in shape, but also be active like after we have a baby. So going along with that, I want to walk or work out at least four times a week, basically all throughout the year. I know right after I have a baby, I, that probably won't happen, but you know, other than those big 
weeks of like having a baby and a few weeks like recovering, I would like to stay active throughout the pregnancy and not gain like a crazy amount of weight. Really want to keep the diet in check and just be as healthy as I can throughout this process. Another, the third fitness goal is to lose the pregnancy weight after birth, like by the end of the year. Obviously, like I'm not sure. I've never been pregnant before and I've never had to lose pregnancy weight or anything. So I'm not putting a lot of my a lot of pressure on myself on that one. Like I don't expect myself to lose all the weight within like three months or something. But basically they all just go along with I want to stay active, I want to stay healthy, and I want to be able to recover somewhat quickly so that I feel good and strong once I have the baby. So all three of my fitness goals kind of go with um, weight and activity during pregnancy. Um, there was a family category, but I feel like my family goals are kind of met already. Like we get together once a week for a home church and we, you know, we hang out a lot, like my family and I. Um, I guess a good family goal would be to go visit Jason's family. Um, a couple times this year we haven't really planned specific times or trips um so making time for to go visit his family would be a good goal and then the last category is social so i put two here one is i want to find some sort of like mom group after i give birth because or at least like some neighbors or something because i don't want to be a hermit after I give birth um, and I do want to make some mom friends but I also have multiple friends from like high school and college that have just given birth so I want to meet up with them for walks or something or play dates you know so um, we all have babies kind of around the same age and I would love to get kind of a social group of moms going um, and then the last social one is to invite some friends over for dinner and game nights I shy away from inviting people over because I feel like our house is so far out of the way from everyone, but pretty much when I invite people over, they would love to come and see the house and have a dinner cooked for them and stuff. So I have a couple friends in mind that we I really need to hang out with and like we can do a little couples night with um, that I think would be fun. So I just have that on there to invite some more friends over for dinner or game nights throughout the year. Um, just so we can, yeah, have some good couple parent friends. So those are my goals for the new year. I am very excited for the, for 2023. I hope it's going to be a very good year, but I've realized that like, I think this year has taught me and last year. So 2021 was the first time I really lost anyone in my life. Like I, that anyone died, my grandma died. And then this year my um, grandpa died and both of the years I had a miscarriage. So I had a miscarriage November of 2021 and June of 2022. And I think everything had just gone so well up until to those points, like any sort of negative thing that had happened in my life had been so minor, I feel like, that everything was just smooth sailing. And these last two years have just realized that like things could really just hit the fan but my personal relationship with Jesus and with the Father has been so strengthened and I feel spiritually um, 
million times better, like at so much more peace than any other year, even though the worst things have happened and the best things have happened. But basically the Lord has taught me that anything can go wrong, like anything can happen during the year, but I just need to be grounded in in him. Like our external circumstances affect us to a certain extent, but the the peace that I have because of my relationship with the Lord now is just so like I couldn't ask for anything more. It's like so amazing. And I think I was struggling and I forget what the timeline was of when I was struggling with this, but I believe it was 20 I don't know, maybe it was like the full thing, 2021 and 2022. I remember feeling like I was learning so much in the podcast about faith and my research about theology and stuff like head knowledge was there. My head knowledge of the Lord and Christianity was pretty solid, but I felt such a personal disconnect with Jesus and with the Lord like that I was confused or I was like, why do I have all this head knowledge, but I feel so far away from God. And this last year has brought me so close personally with the Lord that like my head knowledge is a great support system to my actual relationship, but it's not what I'm relying on necessarily. Like, so I don't know. There's been a lot of spiritual growth this last year that I'm very, very thankful for. And I just am ready to bring all of that into the new year. And um, I'm just so excited for what's to come. So my plan for the next year, let's just talk a little bit about the podcast plan for the next year. I was trying to do two podcast episodes a week, which when all of this crazy stuff happened and uh, I was all tired from being pregnant, that is just was just unrealistic. So I'm going to go back to one podcast episode a year. It's going to be on Mondays. So every Monday morning, a new podcast episode will drop. And I know we were going in the States series. So I was trying to do like the history of each state. And I was going to do that every, I was doing that every Thursday and then a different podcast topic every Monday. So now that we're going back to one time a week, one podcast episode a week, I will just be interspersing the state, the, the remaining state episodes into my topics. So like next week I might talk about the history of the Irish troubles and then the next week I would talk about the history of like Oklahoma or whatever so I'll just intersperse them as my podcast topics there could be a couple bonus episodes if I really want to do one on a Thursday um, but the overarching plan is just going to be one episode a week for the year and we will finish up the states series and then throw in a bunch of other good uh, topics so that's that plan for the year and I am excited to start executing on the plan. Like I am excited for a lot of the stuff that I've learned. I I have prepped, like I said, I've prepped a lot of podcast episodes that are ready to be recorded. So I, I, I think we're gonna learn a lot this year. So thank you all for listening to the podcast. Thank you all for coming back after the break and I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys all had a great 2022 a great Christmas, a great holiday, and I hope you have a great New Year's. So thank you all for listening, and I will see you next week for another episode. Bye, everyone.